And to top it all off, actually, I wanted to bring this up too. Driving up here, I get to this town halfway between my house and here. It's a town called Cocksacky. I swear to God, Google it. I swear <laughs> to God, it's the name of it. Cocksacky. And um, so my the the uh, road king is on is on fucking E. Stop at this mobile. Pull my wallet out. The wrong wallet. I oh. just switched my wallets. I just transferred over and I grabbed the old one, not the new one. It's 10 o'clock at night. And you're I in Cocksacky. Cocksacky? <laughs> I mean, oh, you gotta pay for your Good ass. thing you're not an ass rapey because. <laughs> ass rapey. Really? Dirty Bikers Podcast, presented by Memphis Shades, the clear choice for bearings and windshields for your motorcycle, and Manscaped, bringing you the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. When you get Manscaped, your balls will thank you. Hey everybody, welcome back to Five Dirty Bikers Podcast. Today we have a special guest episode, and also we are joined by Mr. Being here now with Percy, who's filling in for spot number five for the time being. Percy, thank you for joining the podcast. It's good to see you again. Yeah, good to see you guys. Thanks for uh, inviting me to come on. And uh, everybody, we're also joined by a very special guest, John Tagley. He goes by j.e.t.film on YouTube. He is an amazing videographer. He writes music. He's a bike builder. And we're very excited to have him on today's episode. John, thank you for joining Five Dirty Bikers podcast today. Thank you for having me. It's it's good to be here. Glad to talk to you guys. So you guys listening, do yourself a favor, pause the podcast, go look up Jet Film on YouTube and look at this guy's awesome content. I mean, it'll, we're talking- it'll make you quit YouTube, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you just like, fuck it. I'm throwing in the towel. You know, Jesus, it's that good. It really is, That's- man. That's really cool to hear. Thank you. And that's, that's the whole point. Like that's, that's the whole point for me is to just make it as cinematic as possible. You know, using the cameras that I got, I'm not using the latest and greatest. Um, I'm making do with what I have. And a lot of these filmmakers of the past, these really monumental filmmakers, they always said, it's not the gear you use. It's, it's how you use it. And that goes for a lot of things in life. Oh, she sure. <laughs> I've been so telling really, my wife that for years. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, so, John, what you're saying is your point as a content creator is to make the rest of us look like dickheads so we all quit. Yeah. This is the only content out there that, that anybody's going to consume. Uh, well, I mean, you, you kind of have – I mean, you're kind of on to something. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, so – the because there was no cholo – uh, videos at all, pretty pretty much at all. At least there was no cholo videos um, that were consistent and had like a full range catalog of like a build. Right. Um, and so as I started going, I'm like, all right, well, maybe people will see this and they'll start thinking like, all right, well, he's getting some some views. Like maybe I could do it too. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to go as hard as I can. That way any competition is just like – Fuck it. Like, Fuck I'm it. not even going to try. <laughs> <laughs> <What's that? laughs> 
So that yeah, was kind of like so that was like one part of it. So with the Cholos, man, what what got you into that style of bike? Because that's a new, you're in what upstate New York? Is that what you said? Yeah, well, I'm I'm only about a half an hour north of the city, forty five minutes. Okay. So some people would call that you know upstate, but um, yeah, no, I know it's it's unusual and it's sort of rare to see that bike and, uh, in in New York, especially when you get out of the city. I spent a long time in Southern California too, so I don't know, John, if you've looked in the mirror lately, but you are a pasty white young man. I know, I know. And it's it's sad too, because I've been working on my tan and this is, this is about as good as it gets. It's as good as it gets, man. And you were yeah. right you were riding a very Southern California style bike. I know, I know. Yeah, I mean that's that's where the style sort of originated from. Yeah. It's yep. uh it's I, I mean, technically it's like from the Mexican gangs. And yep. they sort of put it together, um, this this look, and uh, it it stuck. I think that was kind of back in like the late '80s, um, early '90s is where they really solidified that look uh, that we know of today. Uh, obviously, you know, minor changes, but the basic look. The, the Cholo bike really really came out um, right around the same time the lowrider culture did in Southern California. Um, is is really when they when they both kind of popped off at the same time. It was it was their it was their answer to it was a motorcycle's answer to the lowrider culture. So right that of was, the cars. Right. Yep, of the cars. Yep, it was it was there. You know, so the guys that were riding bikes said, "We want to do what we're doing with our cars with our bikes." Right, and so it they wasn't did the, the original platform. What was it? The custom, the Softail custom, was the or the deluxe. Was- the deluxe is the deluxe is the, the bike of choice now. Well, they killed it though, because right, didn't they? Yeah, but that was like the the bare bones. That was the entry. That's what people used, wasn't it? Most the, of the time was the, the deluxe. Road, deluxe and Road Kings. Road Kings are still very popular for that style. The Road King Classic is because it has, um, it has all the characteristics and, and to include, you know, the classic one has the chrome and the lights and in that whole thing, you know, right. So yeah, what, it's a good jump off platform. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was at, uh, I don't know if you guys ever heard of Americade. It's a, it's like a bike yep. week Yeah. up in uh, Lake George, New York. So I'm up there. It's, it's like a few years ago. I'm up there with my brother and some friends. We're walking the strip and I come across this deluxe. Uh, it was the same color scheme that my, my deluxe started as. And it didn't have, it wasn't like a full-on cholo, but basically everything except the apes. And I saw it, and I couldn't stop looking at this thing. I was, like, looking at it most of the night. I kept coming back. It had white floorboards, white pedals. Everything was white uh, except for, you know, the the chrome and uh, the other part of the paint. And so I took this one picture of it. I don't know why I didn't take more. And that one picture kind of just kicked it off. I sold my bike when I got home. Um, I found a deluxe. All right. So how it started was I sold the bike that I was riding and then I started looking for a deluxe. I need a deluxe because I want to do this. And when I was at Americade, I'm like, what is this? And uh, somebody's like, yeah, that's like a Cholo style thing. And um, they obviously didn't know too much about it, but they knew the name. So that's, that's how I learned. It's a Cholo not like a, a Vikla, which is how they, they say it in the West Coast. And uh, I found this deluxe. It was low mileage. It was fairly new down in Fort Myers, Florida. 
call my dad because he's one town, you know, away from Fort Myers. He's in Naples. I'm like, dad, look, I'm going to buy this bike. Um, I'm going to stay with you one night. You just bring me to the bank and I'm going to pay for this bike and ride it home. So I, I get the bike. Um, and you know, I, I told the guy that I bought it, the, uh, the dealership that I bought it from, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to ride this back to New York. It's, it's like a thousand miles. If you go, a yeah, that's B. a long fucking run, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I was <laughs> like, all right, well I've done like the I-95 route. I don't know how many times, not with a bike, but in a car. So I've seen it. Let me take the inland route. So I went like up I-75 and through, um, just a lot through Georgia and then North Carolina, but all inland. And it was a cool, it ended up being like 1500 miles, but of course the East coast had this cold snap that whole week. So it it was brutal. And, and that is, I mean, if you want to see some of my very like elementary, like beginnings, I did a video on that and, and it's just, it shows you could see the progression. Maybe it would, it would be something you guys would be interested in. I was watching your most recent video earlier today and um, one of your camera angles in particular where it looked like you were standing quite a ways away from the bike, but you were panning at the same time. And that panning motion was so smooth. And I'm like, is he on a track? I'm calling or, drone. Uh, well, was it no. a drone shot? Uh, yeah. Or did you have a camera? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure I know the shot you're talking about. And uh, that was a drone shot. Okay. I used the drone more than... Uh, more than a lot of people think. Um, everybody thinks of drone shots as like 200 feet up. Yeah. Um, and, and but no, like I oh, use the drone a level. lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. It's because the drone's not connected to the ground, and Correct. when you're when it's the camera is somehow connected to the, the ground. If you don't have a ten thousand dollar gimbal or something, there's yeah. gonna be a degree of shake and a exactly. degree of like not smoothness um Correct. and with the drone you can do that the only thing you okay. don't get with the drone is like a depth of field type of thing mm-hmm. well yeah. it was such a smooth seamless shot i was like uh, how i need to know how he did that so yeah. i was ready to ebay all of my shit after watching so you truly <laughs> went all in with the with the Cholo or Vicla style, whatever, you know, whatever coast you're from, however people want to say that, but you went all in on this because you saw a bike at a show. That was, that was your, that was your whole thing. You knew nothing That's, about this bike and you went all in because you saw a bike. I saw a bike that immediately struck a chord That's and awesome. I was like, I love this. I've never yeah. seen it before. And I immediately just fell in love with the style. And let me, let me take this, let me run with it as hard as I can. And obviously I didn't base every little detail off this bike. That was just what got me started. And then once I got kind of like halfway into it or even like less than that, I started branching off and I started doing my own research on, on what, what else could I do? What other avenues I could go with. And I'm glad I did because I'd hate to just copy somebody else's bike, like completely. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm glad I, I branched out. No, so no, is this the only tight. type of, uh, you, I mean, you're all in on this style of, of riding now. You've completely left everything else. I mean, it was like an immediate left turn, right? Yeah, it, it, it was. Um, I don't know. There's just something about the way that that style of bike makes you feel. And, That's you know, I tell about, people, it, exactly. It's, yeah. it's, how you, it's how you feel. 
And I keep on telling people because they're like, oh, well, you know, aren't the apes, they're like really uncomfortable and, you know, whatever. And I'm like, it's when you are rolling down Main Street and you're at a bike event and there's people on either side and everybody's got like a stock, you know, uh, like road glide or whatever. Not to hate on road glides, but. Oh, and you you're can rolling hate down. On. We don't give a shit. You can call <laughs> yeah, hate on whatever you <laughs> want. Fuck a road glide. Fuck <laughs> right. But when you're scraping pipes and your arms are up here and you're just like, bam, 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 it, there's just something that you just, you get addicted. You want more and more. And it's a bummer that I live in New York, that we have winters. I'd love <laughs> to live in a place where we could do year round. You don't have winter. Riding. You don't yeah. have winter in New York. That's some yeah. bullshit. I'm calling no. bullshit on that. This motherfucker lives in the tundra. <laughs> I live in I live in North Dakota. We have winter here. What 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 we what we call you guys have is rookies. You have rookie winter. <laughs> yeah. No. You know what? You're yeah. Although this exact spot in the Adirondacks, like, give it four months and the snow will be up to here. Like, no, you, you it'll be up to the, the headlight. Yeah, you guys get snow up there. That's, I mean, that's no joke. You get snow. I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah. But <laughs> it's like, that's cute. That's cute. Yeah. It's cute. I'm going to go make a snowman. You yeah, just cute just, snow. Just to give you yeah. an example, John, uh, just the other day, I got up. I was going to get ready for work. I was talking to Tony on the phone. I walked outside. It was 41 degrees in August in the morning, oh, eight o'clock. That sucks. <laughs> that's, yeah. I'm I sorry. Tell, I told yeah. you. Sorry, bro. I mean, yeah, why I live there? Right. <laughs> what was it this winter? Like negative 40, I think, yeah. was the actual couple, temperature. Yeah, we had a couple air, air temperature days in negative 40 for sure. Yeah. Fuck, Fuck that. that. That's what I'm saying. And me, <laughs> I'm like, what snow? What, what, what is that? What you what need to is. do is go out there and stick your nuts on a fucking flagpole <laughs> and see yeah. what happens. Right. You, do not right. need to, you do not need to do that at all. <laughs> I can tell you what happened. It'd be like a Christmas story, but they're yeah. all grown up. <laughs> but with, yeah. They'll call you half bag after that. <laughs> oh my god, dude, that'll, that'll take the hair off better than the Manscaped 4.0. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It will. That's how we. That's how we wax in the tundra. Go stick your balls on that pole. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh my god, man. So that you go. So, so you go. You go all in. So do you have? Uh, I mean, so you must know about uh, Shope's dirty tail, then, right? Um, I may have seen it. Okay, so John John Shope, he's a bike builder, and he, oh, he oh, kind of yeah. did the biker build off the dirt, the dirty tail. The I mean, it's basically the whole fender setup. That is you that can, a strip club? I, yeah, right. I, I, I'm sure that probably is. But there's a there's a bike builder, and he's been making a making a essentially a rear section for. Uh, for I, I do know about him. I, I always okay. pronounce it sh- Shoppy. But okay, it, yeah, it's Shope. Shope, Shope, got it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it, he. I mean, he makes a, he makes a, you know, a whole rear section that would be absolutely perfect on Mary. Don't laugh at rear section. Yell at me too. Is this because I, I know about the dirty tail, but I don't know if you're talking about one like particular bike that he's no, got. not, not a particular bike, just, just about in general, that, that, that kind of that, that rear end section that totally just fits right into what you do. Yeah. So, the dirty tail, correct me if I'm wrong, is when you actually get a conventional suspension setup and a conventional swing arm, right? Yeah. It's just like two arms, uh, two arms, and uh, you know, uh, the rear suspension is not hidden anymore. Nope. Nope. And then rear suspension is not hidden, and then he has the 
the essentially the fender setup is you know like a deluxe on steroids right it comes all the way down and yeah. uh, has has a little bit of that flare on it at the end but it it makes the bike look real lean and long because yeah. it, it without without and it kind of exposes the whole back wheel and the back you know the 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 suspension the uh back swing arm everything is exposed but there's right. still a you know a fender i think right. lean and long is frowned upon <laughs> <laughs> i mean it depends on if you want to go balls deep or not tony <laughs> jesus. jesus that's that's like that's like deuce bigelow male jiggle where he's like it's not small it's thin it's thin <laughs> yeah and then there's a uh, that's a huge bitch. <laughs> He's like, we're talking spaghetti here. <laughs> you remember that? Oh shit! So, uh, fuck! I lost my train of thought. I had a question. I forgot. You were, to- you were talking dirty tail. Yeah. Yeah. The fucking Ryan's Google, uh, Google food is strong, dude. He knows every part known to man. Okay. Yeah, it's unbelievable. <laughs> well. <laughs> Fuck. I love so, I love my Harley Davidsons. What can he I sure say? does. So I'm just a quick question on those pipes, dude. Do those fuckers rub the ground every corner? They have to. Yeah, uh, it really depends. I mean, it like I'm so used to not leaning that much, where I can I can get away with not scraping on every turn. If the bike is fully dumped, like it's gonna scrape, and it's not a big deal. It it everybody makes such a big deal about scraping. I try to avoid it as much as I can just because if you're in a crowd, people like think there's something wrong. They yeah. Think something's breaking or, or whatnot um, where I don't. So I don't want that mindset to like take away from all the work I did to the bike, them to think something's wrong. And now they're looking for something wrong instead of something that's, that's right. Yeah, it's supposed to scrape. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of people don't know that. And uh, it, it kind of makes an ugly sound when it scrapes, but it's, yeah, it's, it, look, it's um, collateral damage, sure. <laughs> you know? Sure. So what kind of riding do you try to stick to when you're, when you're on a Cholo? Cause I, cause I look at it and I think about Straight the type of riding that I do. Yeah. Right. <laughs> cause it's like, am I going to take that to West Virginia and go up into the twisties and. In the you, you could, honestly, you could. I mean, deluxes are inherently. They just don't have good lean angles. I think it's 24 degrees on one side and 25 in the other. It's not much compared to like a, let's say a Dyna where when you cholo it, I mean, it's, it's even worse. It's it's just a few degrees on each side and you scrape, but the good thing about air suspensions, you you can raise it up and you gain more degrees of angle that you can, you can turn. So I can hang for the most part with most of my Harley riding friends um, that don't have cholos. Um, I just sort of, sometimes I need to catch up in the straights, but you just, you, you just learn to take it easy, not dip into a turn too hard. Otherwise you're going to scrape and there's going to be one time where it takes that weight off the rear wheel and you're just going to whip right out. It's going to yeah. be a mess, yeah. but yeah. So, but I'll, I'll do any riding. Like, I mean, you, you've seen the videos it's, I, I ride on dirt, dirt roads. Like I, I do everything. I rode when it was 19 degrees. Oh North my Dakota. God. What were I you thinking, you. man? <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to put a video out and the weather, like with my days off from work and it was like, it was all I had. So I just, I did it. 19 degrees yeah. is fucking cold, dude. 
it oh. sucked. I only went down the road to film that part. Um, so it was only just, just a few miles tops just to get mm. as much film as I could. Ryan but. does that in his underwear on a... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Damn, it's nice. I a goddamn heat wave, boys. Yeah. <laughs> right. January, it might be. <laughs> yeah, Ryan's all full Borat thong underwear. Mm. <laughs> he's just, he's yeah, all in. <laughs> so it's Ouch. a heat wave today, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> so, John, Crazy. I'm going to ask you, let's get back to your content creation because it, it looks, it's stellar looking footage. The editing technique is great. I mean, everything. Can can we first kind of go over like what if you want to reveal your your secrets, your secret formula? What kind of equipment are you using? Because I know earlier yeah, you talked are about gonna ask that for sure. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, for one, I use a bunch of GoPros. You know, fairly newer models. Um, and you know, a lot of people hate on GoPros, but you can get some great content at a you can GoPros. Get good footage with a GoPro. I agree. Yeah. Yep. If you use it correctly um you know if you know you're going to want to do slow motion or or if it's going to be like this really fast paced type of shot um you're going to want like higher frame rates so you got to know how to like manipulate the gopro to to suit that shot because you know how you want it to look and then keeping the isos down that way it doesn't get super grainy really quickly and and even like lighting like this i know it doesn't really but you would get really grainy footage. So, you know, watch your lighting, that type of deal. So I use the GoPros. That's mainly for like the onboard stuff and maybe some really high frame rate, like burnout stuff that I want, like the rocks in the shot where it's just, you can see every little pebble and and flake of dust. Uh, And then for the drone, I use a Mavic Air 2S. Um, which is really, it's, that thing is great. Um, it shoots 5.4 K resolution. So just, just imagine like 4 K, this is 5.4. So you have that much extra resolution to work with. So if you need to crop in, you can, um, that way you can make it a little bit closer because consumer level drones are inherently wide angle. So everything seems far away. Does that, does that one have a fixed aperture? Yes, it does. Okay. Yeah, you. That's the one you can't change. Okay. Yeah, I've got a Mavic yeah. Air as well. I mean, it's a great, it's a great drone. They're great drones, man. I yeah. have one too. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it really it's is. About, it's all about the lighting and using polarizers and stuff. Because I went out and filmed some shots of a boat out on a lake for work, and I really got to play and have a lot of fun with it. They're just, they're so much fun. I'd rather yeah, do it, drone stuff than than playing with my Canon now. Yeah. It's cool. And especially on water too, you get to see some stuff. um, If it's like relatively shallow that you would never see on a boat, you know, if you're looking down from the air. Yeah. So are you using like a fucking NASA computer to edit your stuff? (laughs) No, no. And (laughs) man, I was using how from a thousand. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, um, it's a Dell um, and it's a laptop. I don't remember exactly which model because, they had like the model. It's an Inspiron, but it they have like fifty different Inspirons. And right. at the time that I bought it, it was it's a gaming laptop, and okay. so it can handle it can handle like all the uh, the RAM yeah. that you throw at it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but lately, like these cameras, they're getting oh. Oh fuck! <laughs> He's got on pants. Thank He's God. Man, man, man down. Man, man, man. Man, 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 man. Man, man on pants. Jesus. 
Whoops. <laughs> Thank goodness he had pants on. Or Tony, you, yeah. you just saw more than just brain. Yeah. <laughs> you just saw brain and broomstick. Am I showing moose knuckle or no? <laughs> or, no. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> no, my, my, if, I'm sure you guys heard moose knuckle, but uh, my friend yeah. came up with frog's eyes. Did you hear that one? No. Tell us. The camel tail. The seam is too tight. You've gone frog eyes. You got to be using more than GoPros for cameras, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, my main camera. So whenever you see me, uh, like, in front of the camera with the lapel mic on, and I'm usually in my garage, that is done with a Panasonic uh, DVX 200. And so that's, that's a big camera, which I was actually just using today. Um, that's more of like a, it's not technically a large format camera, but it's, I mean, 150 megabytes or megabits per second. It's, it's a lot for the computer to handle, but it, the quality is gorgeous. Right. Um, so that is, yeah, so that's the, the DVX 200. And then my B camera is another Panasonic uh, VX870. That's another great, it's a smaller camera, which like if I'm at an event or if I, if I'm on the bike and we're going to like a remote location where I can't bring the big camera, I'll bring the smaller Panasonic and that it works incredibly well. It's still 4k. The sound is actually even better than the, the other, the big Panasonic. Um, so that's, that's been my, like, that's been in my, um, my, you know, locker for years, that 870 really great camera. And it can mount on my gimbal, which, um, I'm using a Zion crane two for a gimbal, uh, yeah. which I don't really use that much anymore. They're a pain in the ass, man. I always thought they'd be a pain in the ass. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They're cumbersome. And like, whenever you bring it somewhere, you gotta be careful. Cause you know, they, they could break. So, you, hey. John, you, you just said you use multiple GoPros. You have these, you know, bigger cameras, this Dell gaming computer. Uh, you have a drone. Um, I want to know what the pre-conversation was you had with your wife before you <laughs> went all in with the uh, content creation. You're oh, like, hey, man. we got to take out a second mortgage because I'm going to be the oldest motorcycle videos there's ever been put out. Yeah. Oh God. Um, well for, I mean, for starters, I just got married in September, like last September. Oh, so you buy it all beforehand. So you bought it all beforehand. No permission needed. Yeah. So you just showed her the MasterCard bill. You were like, this is what you're marrying. This is the bill right, right here. This is the bill I'm bringing into the marriage. Let me, let me white out a couple zeros in there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's pretty cool with it. She knows that like it's my passion, and uh, she's okay. you know I don't I don't get involved with whatever she does. So it's like, all right, look, if you love to do it, just you know get get what you need. Like I understand. So you're like you're like I go don't. ahead, you cross stitch like a motherfucker. I'm gonna be making films <laughs> back here. Right, right. <laughs> she she loves cooking, so it's like a win win. Oh, there you go. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Even better. <laughs> so, you love yeah. to do it. You love to eat it. <laughs> I, I assume <laughs> that you're using Final Cut for your editing. No, I use no, um, uh, Filmora. Filmora wow. is great. Uh, I don't think it gets the um, the respect that it deserves. It's really, it's, and it, it's another thing, like I said before, it's, um, it's how you use it. 
and you you could be using uh, the Adobe Premiere, which is like professional grade. That's what um that's what Hollywood uses ninety percent of the time. Mm-hmm. But if you know what you're doing as far as like frame rate stuff and shutter speed and whatnot, and you know how to like create a story, like you can really make some some Hollywood looking stuff with Filmora. This so where did you know where did you start with that? Because I mean that's the thing, right? I mean tech is just tech. It just lets you do what you, you have in your head. Right. Where did you start right. with the creative aspects and learning how to, to work the lighting and the shots and the framing and everything? Yeah, no, that, and that's, I'm glad you touched on that too. Cause I was going to say it's it, 90% of it is imagination. You've got to have it in your head. Um, well, I've always been a lot. Why mine sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you you like i'm a, i've always been a movie buff love movies and um i love like certain camera angles and whatnot um, and i watch a lot of youtube as well i don't just make it i i watch a lot and um, i was watching a lot of um daily driven exotics you guys no nothing no. Is, yeah. that, is that the guy what that is, is that, that the guy that asks people what kind of what kind of what job they do like what car they make? No. They make what, oh, okay. No, he he just drives a bunch of like exotic cars and okay, okay. And he makes okay. And I was really blown away by the way he did it and the way his editing was, and that was part of the inspiration that got me to do some of my B roll, like how he he drew the camera back, um, and did like you know some flybys and you know when to do. Uh, letterboxing and you know when not to is is color filtering i i thought that was that that was a that's what sort of started me i guess you could say and then like movie stuff too like uh, all right i did this is a couple few years ago i did a shot it it, start, it was on the the cholo but it was like my beginning years of the cholo beginning videos on the cholo where I modeled it after the intro shot to a um, James Bond film. It was, damn, I can't remember which one it was. But anyway, it's the camera's going over water, and it's approaching this mountain. And I even used the same music mm. <laughs> on, the, nice. on that. And then it, it quickly went to something else. But um, I get inspiration from what I see, and then I'll, I'll take that, and I'll change it a little bit. Or sometimes I'll just throw the whole thing away or in the process. I'm like, you know what? I got a better idea. We're going to do this. Or if the environmental conditions change, like I'll just do something else. And another thing too, I know I'm bouncing around, but a lot, a lot of it actually stems from music. If I hear a piece of music, cause I'm a big, it was music first before anything else. Music came yeah, you first. Used to write, you, you, well, you probably still write music, right? I, I, I hate to say it, but I stopped. Yeah. Did you really? Because yeah, I listened to some of your stuff. It sounded really good. It, thanks. I, really? Yeah. Oh, you're the one. <laughs> you're the, the one. one. <laughs> I'm all. I'm all those listens. I'm all them views. Yep. Yeah, I used to be like really, really into it. Um, I was a drummer, and uh, I was in many rock bands in uh, high school and college, and even afterwards. Um, and I don't know. It's just it's a lot of work. You know, I had a giant drum set, and it was such a pain to take the shows 
and you know break it down and put it back up and no, i always felt bad for the drummers man because like oh. i went to a show i had a microphone <laughs> this guy's got toms and snares and cymbals and shit i'm like i'd help oh you were a singer i was yeah really yep. in rock I played, bands? I, played, I, played, I played a little synthesizer too and i had a sample okay. machine it was yeah, yeah it was yeah. fun got to got to travel around the country and play some music it was it was an awesome he also sure. does the yeah. jester dance for uh burger joints Man, you, should, you should see him on the pole. It's impressive. <laughs> yeah, Tony. Tony. Tony's a hell of a giver with the ones. <laughs> I'll make it rain, bitch. He just he yeah, walks yeah. in, just just smacking his hands, just like this. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So it's like I'll music for me. It it, it jumpstarts a lot of things. So if I hear a piece of music, I'm like, you know what? That would look cool if the camera was like coming out of the trees or if it was, you know, low and fast over the trees or over a lake or just, you know, I, I do a lot of stuff with bridges. I love like cool looking infrastructure. So that's why a lot of my videos start near a bridge. Um, I'm just like, wow, like this would look cool, like looking at a scene and then the camera starts to move and then all of a sudden the bike reveal um, and I'd like this song to be played. Uh, that's that's where a lot of the inspiration comes from for a lot of the a lot of the big intro shots so do you have a you have a film background like education at all or is this just no you picked up no no i I picked it up i I was always like really interested in in camera stuff and like being a cameraman and i you know maybe in my mind i thought like i could direct but my brother and i we bought a camera this like rinky dink camera back when i was like 14 15 uh and i immediately made my first movie right it was called rendezvous with death and i got the (laughs) i got the name i know i know it was i got the name from you guys probably saw it uh in the line of fire yes oh yeah yep right movie yep yes yes So they, they say that line in in that movie where uh, John Malkovich is like, I have a rendezvous with death. And then Clint Eastwood's like, you have a rendezvous with my ass, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, so typical Clint Eastwood. Very cool. Yep. Um, so we named it Rendezvous with Death. It was basically like this guy bangs this um, – like drug lords, wife, and then they just fight. It was just an excuse to play with guns and, and uh, M80s to make it sound like the guns were going off. And, you were 12 uh, and then years it, old? is that what you said? Well, we were like 15, 14, <laughs> 15. So he had two, um, two he had two choices I, in life. He he was headed down the serial killer path by making right, his first movie right. called Rendezvous with Death, with that, right? right? Or he could be a motorcycle filmmaker. I think he chose the right one. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> it was the, actually uh, it was Choke or El Guapo. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it turned out it was it was okay. I mean, for the first, you know, try. And then it we it went into like a bunch of band videos and stuff during my band years. We used to mess with each other at night and I would always film it and those weren't professional at all. And then I sort of put it down for a few years. <clears throat> and then uh and then GoPro came out. And it like changed everything. So I bought my first GoPro and I was like everybody else. And I'll put it on my bicycle. I'll put it, um, I'll bring it on my camping trips, uh, you know, whatever. And then um, 
I started putting it on my, my motorcycle, but I never really made films with it. And then eventually I started making films uh, with choosing just that one GoPro. And it was, I mean, it was pretty atrocious, but it was a start. And then I developed this style of like, all right, let me, I want to do a big intro. It's my like chance to, to put all my eggs in one basket for one, like one minute or 30 seconds, whatever the intro is. And it just kind of snowballed more cameras, better cameras, uh, bigger I intros. I think you hit the nail on the head. You said you make films. I just shoot shit. <laughs> <laughs> I shoot shit. Yeah. That's, uh, what, that's what the I, difference. I think. What I found and what Tony and I both said that was, that I think is completely unique to what you've done is I would say 99.9 of us that are making motorcycle content, we all started out as moto vloggers and strapped a camera to our helmet and did that first person POV on our bikes. And then we've all kind of, you know, kind of changed our content with, you know, doing vlogs and other, you know, other things, you know, so our content evolved from that kind of moto vlogger. And I said to Tony, I go, I go, he's, he's not a moto vlogger. You know, uh, Tony and I found you at different times, Um, but I was like, you know, can't sleep at night watching these, you know, going through my things and your, and one of your, uh, videos popped up in my, you know, you should watch this kind of situation. Right. So I started it and it was your, truly, it was your intro that grabbed me before you know it, instead of being laying down, I'm sitting up in bed. I've got my iPad down. I'm like, you know, I look up, it's five o'clock in the morning. I've watched six hours of your stuff (laughs) and I'm like, Jesus, I'm like, I was like, Tony too. I go, my wife's like, did you sleep last night? I'm like, no, I think I'm going to quit. She's like, quit what? I go, I'm going to quit motovlogging. I go, I saw this last night. I mean, I'm like, what the hell? And then, and then this is, this is my justification for not quitting. I go, oh shit. This says jet films. I'm like, I'm not a filmmaker. This guy's right. a filmmaker. I'm not that. <laughs> Look, but you know what? There's a, t- there's a definitely a place for the motovlogging with the, uh, the camera that's like right here. Uh, even I watch it. That dude that always says the Bible uh, verse before he rides. Oh, beards bikes and beards. And bikes, yeah. bikes and beards. Yeah. 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 I like, I watch his stuff. Um, and that other dude from Florida, the something Lockhead. surgeon. Oh, shade, shade tree. tree. Surgeon. Shade tree. Yeah. yeah. I watch yeah. his stuff too. I forget where he films it, but he's in Tampa. Um, yeah. He's in Tampa. Is he in Tampa? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's got, he's got a cool personality. Um, Although I, he always he's like barking at the camera. Like, hey, what's up, you guys? Like a, like a pirate, but he's a he cool a dude. Pirate. He I mean, is. A we, we've had him on the podcast a couple times. Dude. Have you? He, he's a yeah. lot. Yeah, he's a lot. He's a he's pirate. a lot to deal with. We, he's we, crazy. We had, okay. we, we had a full forty-five minutes of him telling us what his what when his life changed the first time he saw his dad's dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much bigger than mine <laughs> he's like he's like you all remember this the first time you saw your dad's dick and we were all like oh shit where's this going oh, yeah, yeah. no he's he's a yeah. he's, he's, a, he's character a good dude sure. he really yep. is he definitely he he's got a big personality big one yeah, yeah. He does. he's he's cool though yeah yeah definitely cool dude i've been subscribed to him for a couple years now at least um but they're they're you know, and, and I think he's got a girl too that did like a spinoff Ch- Ch- of Jay Lisi yeah. as his niece. His mm-hmm. niece, yeah. That's yeah. his niece. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Good. So, and then, so is, is it weird? This is what I think is weird too. And I told somebody this a while ago. I said, um, I said, did, did it ever occur to anybody 
that um, motorcycling used to be cool, right? No, not, now motorcycling is cool, but all of us that do it, we're super nerds. <laughs> I, I, yeah, all right, I guess. I, I mean, I, was, I would never really say that I was ever like a nerdy guy. Like I played sports. I, I played I played like every sport there is except soccer. Um, I've always been like chasing that adrenaline thing. Um, but I guess there is an aspect of nerdiness with the whole computer thing. You know, every, all my friends are like, you know, if I can't do something, they're like, Oh, what are you on your fucking computer again? (laughs) Editing your U porn. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's, it's the nature of the beast. Like, I'm like, look, I'm sorry. I have to do this. And you know, I got to spend time with my wife. And so it's like, all right, well, I'll just sacrifice my sleep and I'll just do what I have to do throughout the day. What is your time frame on an edit? I mean, it has to be days. It is. It's uh, probably more measured in weeks. Okay. Um, In in reality, it's probably about 10 days for a, for a big film. Like, like say the last big one I did, which would be the brass when I showed all the brass on the cholo. Yeah. Um, that would, that's what I consider like a big film. And, uh, that, that was at least 10 days, maybe even two weeks. Um, and so that's working on it. Like, you try to get stuff out on if it takes that long. What's your, what's your target frequency for public publishing? I would love for it to be every 20 days, but Holy because God. when I'm done, when I'm done, when I finally hit publish and a video is done, like I'm right. exhausted. You know, you think the video is done because you're done with editing. It's not over. You still have to create your YouTube presence. You have to create the thumbnail that looks cool that you're not going to turn around in 10 minutes and be like, eh, that's a stupid thumbnail. Uh, You have to put in all your tags, all that stuff. uh, So by the time I'm done with a film, like I'm just exhausted. I need a few days break and then it's time to start thinking about a new idea. So about every 20 days I would, I would love, but it it definitely doesn't always work work out that way. No, not, you know, our very first podcast was, was mode of logging dead. And we talked about the way that it was progressing and things like that. And what you're doing is exactly what I envisioned. You know, I didn't know what it was until I saw your video and I was like, that's what I've always thought that it was going to involve, you know, evolve to. But uh, it's it's it just, impressive shit, dude. It really is. Thank you. That it just takes like that next level, you know, trying to like trying to just one up everything. All yeah. right, like you know, I don't like the way this guy did uh, the audio. Well, I'm gonna try to fix that it, for mine. I want my viewers to hear like perfect audio, and not just with a phone, but if they were to connect their phone, like cast it to their TV with a full like surround system, uh, I would want that sound to, to sound like as close to Hollywood as possible. I, and I'll, I'll be honest, like I spend probably almost as much time on the audio as I do the video. And you have to, audio is very important. If your audio sucks, nobody's yeah. going to watch it. Yeah. Right. Right. It's got to have like, you know, you want your, your voice to, to have like that, um, I mean, you guys do this, so you know you want that thick, yeah. uh, heavy voice, um, which is why the lavalier makes so much sense for for my stuff. Um, you don't want that like really tinny voice, and then 
uh, having like close miking on the bike for the exhaust, it really helps. So, yeah, so you know, you figure out a way. A lot of, we were all stuck in this moto vlogging bubble. You know what I mean? Cause that's kind of what we knew mm-hmm. and stepping outside of that box. None of us really knew what it looked like. You know, what do we do to make it better? Okay. And as yeah. time's gone on, we've gotten better at it, but you came out of the hole with a completely different platform. You know what I mean? These, these films and they're, Dude, you're one share away. You better get ready. <laughs> Somebody's going to share your shit on something, and mm-hmm. your whole life's going to change overnight. That would be yeah, super. You've already cool. got what nine nine thousand yeah. subscribers. Um, I'm at I think eighty five hundred. Coming up on nine. Yeah, you're yeah, hopefully a share or two away, dude. And yeah, it's gonna somebody's going to post one big. of your things on Facebook, and 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 you're you're not going to know what hit you. are going to hit by a freight train. Yeah. Because I, it, and it, I can it, tell too. I can see like whenever uh, a video will jump in views or I jump in subscribers when I didn't just put out a video. I'm like, somebody must have shared it. And somebody, uh, we got, had a, a guy, I don't know if you've watched this stuff, St- Saddle Tramp. He, he's been on the podcast a couple of times, but he was doing these these videos a couple of years back and he had what, a thousand? 543, I think. 543. Three days later, he yeah. was at 20,000. Really? Yeah. yeah. I know that name, Saddle Tramp. I just can't put a face to a name at the moment. But yeah, I mean, he, he got shared in the right place. And I, I you know, before it happened, I, his videos were good. And I was like, this dude's, he's going to hit. And he, he did. And I mean, you're in that same boat, man. You just need the right share somewhere. We, we talked about that. And I think there's, yeah. I think there's two, there's two different camps right now. There is the, uh, camp like you're in, which is, I think, super exclusive because there's not really anybody doing the quality of videos that you're doing to, in terms of cinematic quality and that it's actually, I mean, I mean, you've branded yourself as Jet Films. So let's say what they are. They're films, right? They're not, you They're know, not it's not a moto vlog or whatever, right? Yeah. And the other, the other camp that has become super, super popular again is the one cut, super raw, no editing. This is who I am. That's right. the other thing that's kind of taking over, right? And all of us now that are stuck in the middle, we, we're losing our place again because we're not either one of those things. We haven't evolved to do what you're doing, and we haven't devolved to go back to filming something with our phone and just posting it and saying it's good enough, Yeah, you know, yeah. because that's yeah. the other thing that's really popular right now is just the completely unpolished, totally raw um, you know, style of video. So, sure. You know, that's a good point, Ryan, you, you, but you know where I put John <laughs> is kind of like, and I'm, I'm probably going to get yelled at for saying this, but God damn Percy. <laughs> I look at John and what, what he's doing with his channel. And I look at million dollar Bogan and I think he's a likable Danny, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's that, it's that quality. It's that storytelling. It's that production, but in a very different package that, I, for me, is is it's a more attractive package, right? From from a consumption standpoint, right? From a consumption standpoint, I one of the things I said to Tony that we both agreed with, and I'm like, dude, I said to Tony, I go, man, if he just picked a different motorcycle, his shit would explode. <laughs> like you picked the hardest right. niche to scratch little, the surface. Do a lowrider S, man. Yeah, yeah. Do <laughs> a, do do what you're doing on a lowrider S, and you've got a hundred thousand views tomorrow. You have a hundred thousand subscribers yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, is the lowrider S uh, 
following that big. Oh it, man, oh, it's, it's pretty huge. fucking strong. Yeah, yeah. It's, huge. It, it, it's a it's a big it's a big. Uh, I mean, you know, th- that's why they brought it back. You know, they had the the 2017 Lowrider S special, and then when they when they redesigned the, the one ten. Yep, and when they redesigned the soft tail frame, they re-released it as a production bike at, and, instead of a special bike because it was so it was so popular, and so. Um, yeah, it's kind of the you know the Dynabro bike of choice now. They've moved to the Lowrider S into that into that category, and okay. uh, you know you're, you're like we've talked about it many times. Like motorcycling is a niche, right? And then there sure. there there's there's subcultures within that niche, and you hit like the subculture of subcultures of subcultures, and, and like yeah, I said, and, and you're like you know Pacey White from Upper New York. <laughs> I mean, you know, like those things, I mean, it just, it's, it it really is. It's, it's amazing because those pieces don't fit together, but what you're doing makes complete sense because you feed into exactly what we've all been trying to say about motorcycling, which is, that's why I loved your description. When you said, I saw this bike and it just spoke to me, like, that's the bike I wanted to be riding. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and, and that, yeah, yeah I, I, I completely get it because I've waffled a million times about, you know, is a time, do I sell my bike? Do I get something different? And every time I go back to, this is how I ride. So this is the right. kind of bike I need to have to continue to feed that passion for how I like to ride. Sure. So yeah. Well said, you know, it just is, it, 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 it's, we've said that a million times. So if you, if you find the right bike for motorcycling, you find what fits you, nothing else matters. You're going to be able to feed that passion behind what that is. And you're, you know, you're obviously all in with, with that style of bike. And it's such a niche, man. It's crazy. It, it is. Yeah. And it, Oh God, it can be expensive. You know, <laughs> yeah. Obviously you guys know. Well, you're yeah. on a Harley first of all. So cause, cause the big ticket parts they're most of them are, are made in America, which is right. great. Um, but it has got American price because oh, you're, yeah. you know you're you're paying Americans to make it, um, right. and uh, Americans want to make good money, and and that's that's great. Um, but the the end consumer is going to pay big for that. But what's good is that it's going on an American bike, so it's keeping it all American. Um, but getting no, back it's to expensive. what it's crazy. You know, we always saying. say take your compass because it's a three sixty fucking. And you need to look at the compass oh. to see which way the dick's coming from. Right. You know, oh. it's coming in the from dick. the northeast, boys. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, the dick is coming from all directions. <laughs> That's right. And, and I would it- say too, but I think in my thought process, by you choosing this type of bike in a place that it's not normally seen, I mean, who's to say you're not about to become a trendsetter and people around you are like that's what I want to do. That's cool. Yeah. I'm glad you touched on that too. Um, I've had a bunch of people from Connecticut, which is very close to where I live. And uh, they're getting into it. A lot of people message me privately and saying like, Hey, look, I appreciate what you're doing. Um, I've realized that um, this is a style that I'm really into sort of like how I discovered it. Um, And then the whole, like me being white thing, yeah no it, dude people have said these terms that i i have to ask uh you know some people at work 
you know, I'll be like, Hey, what does this word mean? And, um, like somebody will be like, yo, you're, you're the coldest dude in the game right now. And I'll be like, yo, so-and-so, um, what the fuck does cold mean? Like when somebody <laughs> says, <laughs> like, I know what hot, like, we can all figure out, you know, it's hot. But what the hell, what does cold mean? That It's like the opposite of hot. You would right, think that's right. not good. Right, but, right. You know, he'd be like, "No, it's uh, old age, John. It'll, it's gonna hit." Yeah, right. (laughs) It really gets dicey when you get older. You're like, "Was I just insulted?" (laughs) Yeah, tell us what it means. I have to know what it means. Tell us. Well, cold, cold is is just like hot, and uh, it means just like cool. Yeah, that's in in essance. Yeah, I urban dictionaryed it and it was kind of vague. Never do that. Um, <laughs> oh, we don't, we don't urban dictionary way different words than that. Yeah, we do right, a, right. a few uh, urban dictionaries on the podcast, and one yeah. day we're probably going to catch a charge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Ur- urban dictionary uh, alligator fuckhouse, John, when you're done with this, and you'll, you'll, then you'll see what we urban dictionary alligator fuckhouse. Yeah. yeah. Alright, Discord friends, FDB's about to answer your questions. Make sure you head over to 5DirtyBikers.com and click the link on the homepage to visit our Discord and become a member. Okay, so how do you pronounce that word? Is it Vikla or Vesla? Vikla. Vikla? Vikla. Vikla. Vikla? Volvo. Vikla. <laughs> That's not yeah. it, Tony. <laughs> so this question comes from Aztank or AZ Tank. Given that Vikla's slash Cholo bikes are predominantly a West Coast thing, where did you first run into this style that inspired you? He already answered that. Yeah. Yeah. It was a Maricade in Lake George, New York. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Thank you for your question, Ask Tank. Now <laughs> 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 uh, go Arizona. <laughs> you want me to do the next one? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so this one comes from Toby Northern. He says, how important do you think B-roll footage is to creating content? It's pretty important, um, especially when you're going to, like, first of all, B-roll is is anything other than the direct, the direct content. I think that's sort of how it's defined. So it's, it's I actually think it's very important. Yeah, that's my final answer. <laughs> Very important. I would say, what sixty uh, percent of your videos are B-roll, pretty much, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, I would hate to say that I use too much B-roll because you there can't. is it's too good. You can't use too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, people will hate on you. Be like, oh, like, all right, enough with the the fluff. Like, give me the real content. But then I'll get hated on where people are like, all right, enough talking. But technically, the talking is the content because I'm telling like how to how to install a part or why i like a part or why i don't like a part um and they they gotta realize you're telling a story it's just not a cut and dry video where you're just yeah this this and this you're actually i mean your videos are a piece of art and people need to appreciate that aspect of it i know they're probably used to consuming the content that's a little more cut and dry but if they knew all of the effort and time that you put in your videos to make these films, maybe they would change their, their tone. 
what you do with the haters in the comment, just tell them that FDB told them to eat a bag of dicks. <laughs> yeah, YouTube, a lot of times they'll 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 actually t remove it. And then um I'll They've look really through uh, down on it, yeah. Yeah, they they find certain words that they they whatever and then they put it into a certain batch that's like out of uh I mean I'm sure you guys know. Well, and you then got I'll hit look with, through that. With what's it Sam? You got a, oh. you got a Sam comment on one of your videos. What what is it? What's Sam, what's Sam is that Sam, good old Sam Barton? Sam Barton that wants to see everybody in Levi's and leather. I don't know what that's all about, man. But he commented they commented on one of your videos. We we found it today. Oh yeah, I remember that comment. Yeah. It just yes. I forget which video that was from. It's been on all of ours. So, yeah, Samantha it's Barton like, wow. hits up every every single moto vlogger and YouTuber out there and says, uh, can you let me see show full front and backsides of yourself in zipped up leather biker jacket and Levi's jeans? We need that Ryan over there with just his chaps on. That's right. I'll just I'll, let it happen. I'll walk right into a 7 Eleven with my chaps on and my leather jacket, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Buy a Slurpee. Yeah. Buy a Slurpee. <laughs> right. Or you can go with the classic, John, which I always find to be the most effective thing you can do with anybody that doesn't like what you're doing and just straight tell them to fuck off because, right. you know, that's just the classic one-liner that works in all occasions. And, and I get people all the time that got a problem with what I'm doing or, or why I call it Cholo and not Disla. Well, you know, that's At why I asked you because you're from New York, right? You have a little bit more juice being from New York. That's why I don't know why I just don't tell people just to – you know, just to jump fuck off the bridge off. when they, yeah, just fuck off when they're, when they're getting too, too antsy in your comments. Yeah, I know. I know. But I'm trying to like build this thing. And right. so I, I try to be you. as diplomatic as possible. And trust me, I will literally sit down on the toilet, take a dump for like <laughs> a half an hour. Right. And like type it out like 20 different ways. And finally I end it with like, you know what? Maybe you're right. Hey, thanks for watching. That's my favorite. right, right, right. Hey, thanks right. for thanks yeah. for watching. Like, share, subscribe. Yeah, yeah. thanks for watching. Yeah. Yep. That, that's, no, that, you, you, really have, yeah. Yep. you have to have thick skin when you do YouTube and shit like that, yeah. because the comments. And I'll tell you, the fucking worst is Facebook. God <laughs> damn, <laughs> Facebook. Is There's so some brutal. keyboard warriors over there, dude. Yeah, <laughs> no, that, yeah. Facebook. It's kind of like wherever you go. Here's a comment from Moto Gator Thirteen. He says his videos are 100% motorcycle porn. Been discussed, but he's right. Thank him for the entertainment and inspiration to go max out my credit cards on parts. <laughs> I only need to know which Duke boy is his inspiration for the Dirt Road Rooster Tales. Dirt Road Rooster Tales. <laughs> That's an interesting way to put it. So... um so what do, he wants to know who's who's to thank which, for the rooster which, tail? Which which Duke boy? I, I'm I'm assuming he's Bower referring Luke. to for Bower Luke Hazard. Duke. Duke's a hazard. Yeah. Are you familiar? Uh, I saw it a long time ago. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's too young for that. Yeah, I thought yeah, you might be a little say. young for Duke's yeah. a hazard. Yeah, he's too young yeah. for that. <laughs> I'm not as young as everybody thinks I am, though. I'm I'm 35. I'm going to be 36 in like two months. Oh, you're a baby. You're a baby. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, we you actually, guys. We actually named young. our dog. We actually named our first dog Flash. <laughs> oh, Flash Gordon. Uh, no, Flash is no. the is, is no Flash the is the dog. 
the name of the hound dog from Dukes of Hazzard. The name of the dog in the Dukes. Yeah. Ow. All right. Yeah, right over my. Missed that one. So yeah. let's talk about that 1K in a day on the Cholo, man. Because that son oh. of a bitch doesn't look like it's the most comfortable bike in the world. Nope. No. No. That sucked. <laughs> All right. So I finally completed it. I completed it. I went from, from my place in uh, Westchester down to Norfolk because I'm always looking at, all right, what's 500 miles away? Because you do an about face, you got a thousand yeah. miles. So Norfolk, and I've never been to Norfolk, so fuck it, let's do it. And uh, I left at, well, I, I woke up at like 2.30 in the morning and look outside, it's pouring rain, like of course. So oh, I would have canceled immediately. <laughs> I, I, I really wanted to, but like I kept on checking the weather and it's like, all right, well, this one little swath is coming through and it's going to be over. So, all right, I'm going to start the bike off dirty, which sucked. I hate riding a dirty bike. And uh, so I finally leave at four and Norfolk back. I mean, I hit some shit along the way. Uh, there's tons of weather and I got held up for a while. But yeah, I mean, my ass was sore. There's no doubt about it. That yeah. the suspension that was prior to the air suspension, so it's like whatever you set it at, that's what it's going to be uh, prior to the prior to the ride. What about so your I, shoulders? I, I mean, uh, shoulders were hurting, apes, right? I did it with the apes. Yep. So if you raise the rear end a bit, it actually alleviates a little bit on the shoulders. That's what she said. All right, so if you're sitting really squatted in the rear, your arms are going to be up like at maximum. But if the rear end is up, it sort of levels it out. So it's almost perfectly uh, flat with your shoulder. So it wasn't as bad. Um, but yeah, I mean, come like 700 mile, I, the 700 mile mark, my shoulders were, were pretty much on fire. You know, and it's just, it's a matter of like way you, the way you sit you know, little techniques to like alleviate the pressure and like shaking it out. And, uh, and it's I hard, dude. It. Once when you get a hot spot, it's hard to get rid of it. Yeah. Once when yeah. something starts hurting. Yeah. For You've sure. had a hot spot on a bike before, Tony? I've had a couple, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm no fucking long distance rider. I can tell you that. Did you get like yeah. a 10 mile mark, Tony? I hit the 10 mile mark and <laughs> I was like, man. It's called shell shock because yeah. once he gets to the, se uh, the second shell gas station. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. <laughs> man, I don't know if I can make it back. He's like, I'm, am I sitting on one of my testicles right now? <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, almost worse than a hot spot is a cold spot. I mean, I'm sure you guys know, especially North Dakota, riding yeah. in the cold. Oh, man, there was nothing. Like, I came here last night, right? And um, yeah. the Adirondacks, you know, they the weather's weird because it's the mountains, and uh, the mountains make their own weather. So we were up here for a couple of days, and me and my wife drove home in the car so I could come back here on the bike, bring all the film equipment, and film for the, the next two days. So I got up here last night. I mean, it was like, I think it was 49 or like 51 degrees last night. Um, and to top it all off, actually, I wanted to bring this up too. Driving up here, I get to this town halfway between my house and here. It's a town called Cocksacky. Right? <laughs> oh, no, no, I no, swear no, no. to God, Google it. I swear <laughs> to God, it's the name of it. Cocksacky. And... Um, so my the the, uh, the road king is on is on fucking E. Stop at this mobile. Pull my wallet out. It's the wrong wallet. 
I oh. just switched my wallets. I just transferred over and I grabbed the old one, not the new one. It's 10 o'clock at night. And you're I in Coxsackie. Coxsackie. <laughs> I mean. Oh, you got to pay for your Good thing you're not an ass rapey because. <laughs> ass rapey. Really? Dude, it was almost like volunteer ass rape me because I'm so desperate for money. <laughs> That's the oh, cock sacky. <laughs> man, I need some gas. Okay. I'll smile like a donut. Oh, man. <laughs> it, it, double, it's like one of these big... It's gone. It's like one of... <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I told my friend. He sent me a meme. It was like from Don't Be a Menace. Like, man, I suck your dick. <laughs> Remember that? I got these cheeseburgers, man. I got these cheeseburgers. <laughs> I just need it doubled, some gas. It, it doubled as a um, as a truck stop. You had all these trucks, and I'm like, no. But, <laughs> well, was, there, was, there was plenty of opportunity. There was to make like a thousand dollars just right. wait there yeah, for me. Like, plenty of opportunity. Yeah. Like, uh, right, let like me try collecting. There. I'll try collecting bottles and cans first. If that doesn't work, I'll go <laughs> knock on the doors of these trucks. But we ended was up. It, what was I, it they said on Tropic Thunder? I'm gonna <laughs> work the ball. Work the shaft. Cradle the balls. Ball and the swallow the gravy. <laughs> no, yeah, buddy. I remember that part. <laughs> That's when they had him tied to the tree when he's trying to detox <laughs> off the heroin. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Fucking Jack Black. <laughs> Love him. Dustin's lost it. He's, oh. he's, he's out. Oh. So did you what? get the money? <laughs> what did you do? Yeah, what did you do? You got to finish the Coxsackie story. Yeah, the Coxsackie story is, is riveting. <laughs> Yeah, man, it was uh, it was such like a stupid thing that I didn't even realize because I've never had I've never had a need to use it. But there's a thing I'm sure you guys have heard Google Pay. Oh, (laughs) Google Pay. And basically, it's like when you have a credit card on file with Google and you can just like tap your phone on their credit card machine. Yeah. But the dude I was dealing with at the machine, he's like, sorry, man, you don't have cash. You don't have a credit card. Like, can't do it. I, even if I take the numbers, I can't put it in manually. Like, there's no way. So I'm thinking, all right, there literally is no way. And um, and I'm just I'm out there at my bike, like staring at the pump. Like, how do I make this thing? How do I make this work? And it just says pay with Google Pay. I'm like, all right, well, I have Google. I have an Android. Like, that's, this is my only option. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, it worked. <laughs> and um, that got me here, and I arrived at like twelve fifteen last night. And Boy, cocksack is a tough place, man. <laughs> yeah, huge cock. The guy's like, what, <laughs> the guy's like, what can I get for this monster drink? And a little bit behind the counter. <laughs> Real meaning of behind the counter wing. Exactly. Right, right. Oh my like wiping God. my mouth. <laughs> now, I have to ask you, John. Is this one of those gas stations that had floating hot dogs in one in one no. of those like basins where you could like get get the hot dog and right out of the wiener water? No, no. This was t- it was well, it was big and it was small. So the um, it was it was big <laughs> and small yeah. at the same time. Wow! I knew I opened up a can of worms. Oh, <laughs> I don't know the throughway. It's got. It, it the exits are real 
like, but you don't get off the exit to, to get gas. You stop at one of these like rest stations and they set it up that way and everything, like all the prices are, are they're um, inflated and uh, it, it just sucks. But anyway, so it's this giant complex, but the little gas station where you actually pay, um, it's tiny. And they had like the night crew working, I guess. So it was just one dude. Honestly, it looked like he was on meth. Um, <laughs> really, really could care less about my my plight. Right. So um, he was just like, "All right, you don't have any money. Well, you can't make it work." Not like, "Hey, um, you could also use Google Pay with your smartphone." Well, at least uh, he, he, he can't use go, Google Pay to pee baggy and cock saggy. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. He can't use tea-baggy. Google Pay to pay for his meth, so he wasn't going to help you. Yeah, fuck <laughs> him. <laughs> mm. Mm. I got these oh, cheeseburgers, man. I've never heard of <laughs> in my life. That is going to make the podcast a hundred times now. <laughs> yeah. Where exactly is Coxsackie? Yeah, what's what state is Coxsackie in? It's it's in New York, and it's um it's about twenty miles south of Albany, and Albany's the capital of New York. All right, Coxsackie. Yep. Yeah, it's spelled. I think it's spelled a uh, uh, C O X. Sacky. <laughs> oh, so, so, so is Tony's last name. Yeah, so Tony's forefathers landed to come off the planet. I'm just short the Sacky. <laughs> is, that, is that where the headquarters of Cot Smokers is? Tony? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, yes. right, yeah. Right, right down the street from Tony's house is a, is a smoke shop called Cock Smokers. Yeah, Cock Smokers. Legit. It's nice. called yeah. Cock Smokers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, is that no. really the name of it? Yeah, it yeah. is. It is. Oh, yeah. It's legit cock yeah. smokers. Oh my god! I am How buying, do they spell? I am, I am buying the cock smokers. Coa, yeah. All right, let's wrap this up with your plans for the king. Okay. What's going on with the king, man? All right. Yeah. Um, so I'm pretty. I'm pretty much gonna go like a full cholo build with it again. I might not go as deep with as I did, you know, with the deluxe, but. You know, it's a it's a different bike, so it's a different bag of tricks too. And that's I tried to touch on that too. Like in the last video, try to tell people like I'm not it's not I'm not gonna use the same parts and I'm gonna try different things. And um I, I did a lot of brainstorming, like, all right, how is this thing gonna go? And I, I wanna make it so that I really do love the bike that I really like the, the bike that I'm envisioning is the bike I truly love. So I'm not going to change it halfway through. And um, I mean, I, I hate to give it all away, but it, it's going to be it's going to be a blacked out thing, but not blacked out. So you know how everybody hates on like, oh, just another blacked out bike. There's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. We're everybody hates that. Yeah. Right. And like they do look sick, but everybody like secretly hates like, oh, fucking blacked out. Like, yeah, one in a million. And, uh, but this, it's going to be blacked with a lot of brass and gold, um, accents to accentuate the lines. And I I just add like that extra, that X factor that, that a murdered out bike normally doesn't have. Now there is going to be Chrome too, but. Okay. So let, so let, let me ask you this. Are you going to, because you have the classic Road King, right? Are you going to get extended bags and extended fender, or are you staying with those those regular size bags and regular fender? No, it's those I've already done already. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I already did it, and uh, that's going to be featured in the next film. Okay. Yeah, along, you can't along give away with, too much, damn it. 
no, no, yeah. that's okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Along with a few other things, I, I really didn't want to do it in this order. I wanted to do it differently, but I'm sure you guys know parts right now, especially custom parts. Everything Fuck, dude, you're is waiting forever, forever. Yeah, yeah, forever. And and certain parts they're they're not coming at the time that they said. And I'm like, you know, I'm left holding the bag. Like, I got to make a fucking video soon. Like, we're coming up on, you know, a couple weeks, and I haven't even started filming yet. So today was the first like legit day of filming for the new video. And what I have on the bike is what's gonna be in the video. You know, it's it's all I can do. It's all the parts that I already. Yeah, no parts are crazy. What Ryan, you waited what three months for that fender of yours, that carbon fender? Yeah, three months for a carbon fender. <clears throat> Is there anything else we want to touch on? One okay. more thing, yeah. All right. I definitely wanted to to put this out. So I want to break a record for um, miles traveled on a motorcycle on public roads in twenty four hours, and. What I the can't... fuck is that? How many miles yeah. is that? What's the current record? Dude, the only record I can find is a guy named Carl Reese, and he did it, I believe, in Texas, but it was on a track. It was on a closed track, and it was, I think, 2,300 and change. I'm almost oh, certain Lord. he did it on a BMW, and uh, they... <laughs> I think they had to like tear the engine apart halfway through. So they lost an hour. So we did it in 23 wow. hours. Um, and kind of mad respect. Track, though. I mean, that's... It's yeah. So that's the other thing, like respect for the miles, but it was a closed track. I want to do it on public roads because it adds another element of difficulty, but it's like, is it taboo to do it on public roads? Because you know, you're going to be kind of breaking the speed limit the whole You'd time. You'd have to. I mean, even at 80 miles an hour, what are you going to get in 24 hours? Do so if you average 80, I believe 80 was the number. Um, if you average 80, you're going to hit 2000, if I remember correctly. 1920. Yeah, right at. Nin- yeah. 1920? Is that what it was? Yep. yep. Okay. It'll be 1920. So, but but I, I don't know the record. Um, the only thing that I do know is a girl that did it on a BMW bike um, a couple of years ago. I found it on YouTube, and it was the most I ever saw. It was 1,500 miles in 24 hours. And she did it, and she talked about how she did it, what she did to prepare for it. And uh, at the time, I just got off my iron butt. So I'm like, oh, you know, fucking 1,000 miles. Like, <laughs> damn, that was so tough. And I see this girl. She did it. In f- she did 1,500 I, well, I gotta I'd step say it you're going to need you a lot of ass I mean, if you cut across Wisconsin, Minnesota, South Dakota, right over into Wyoming, I think that's, you know, that'd probably give you a shot because everybody's going 90 miles an hour there. Yeah, not Montana. I mean, Montana is a 500-mile yeah. state by itself. And, and yeah. up until, I'm pretty sure that if you're traveling a reasonable speed limit, like if, say, you were going 90 in Montana, <clears throat> yeah. I know for us, anything over the posted speed limit under 10 miles, like if I'm riding, if I'm riding nine miles under the speed limit, it's a ten dollar ticket. That's it, ten bucks. Yep. Yeah. So if the posted speed limit says eighty, and I'm going eighty nine, it's a ten dollar ticket. That is insane, Dude, Ryan. New York. Yeah, that's- they'll give you the electric chair. <laughs> uh, it's it's like oh, it's all revenue and. It's- There's more people in one street block in New York City than there are in my whole state. So. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Our, our population of our whole state is under 100,000. 
I'm sorry. No. Uh, un, un, under a million, not under a hundred thousand. Under a million. Okay. Everybody's right, fucking frozen and nobody's coming outside. That's right. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that's yeah. hey, that's a little bit north. <laughs> hey. a little just, you can't just go a any further north with and still be in the U.S. I can go uh, 98 miles <laughs> and then yeah, fuck, <laughs> you're as north as it gets. Just about. king of the north. So that's that's what's uh, coming up. That's like a challenge coming up, and I want to do it on this thing. Oh, so you need um, to keep us posted mm, on that, dude. Mm, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sure. And a hundred percent, I'm going to be doing a video on it. Oh, um, it has because to be. it, yeah, because it's like, all right, well, here's the proof. Like, oh, we don't believe you because it wasn't verified or whatever. Um, here's the proof. I'll show the the odometer. I'll I'll show fucking street signs. My yeah. watch. I, I don't know. Whatever it takes to make right. it. So well, let us know when you question. do that, dude. We'll have you back on after you complete that. And see, sure. see how Poss- you did. Yeah, possibly next month. Uh, what I have to do because this is a five speed. Uh, Two thousand two is a five speed. So at eighty miles an hour, like that engine's screaming. So I'm gonna have to gear it. I guess gear it up. I'm gonna put a smaller rear pulley on it, sixty-five tooth. Um, and then I ordered wheels for this thing. Still haven't come in, and it's uh, eighteen in the rear. And so that's gonna help gear it up a little bit. So now, like if I'm doing eighty, ninety. The engine's not going to be screaming, um, but that's what it's going to take to be able to do this thing. Yeah, and I, who knows? Maybe it'll start a whole new thing. I, I don't maybe. know. Maybe the JET challenge. Cholo right, distance rider. The Cholo, the Cholo ride, bitch. Do this, <laughs> and you have to have sixteen-inch apes. Or it doesn't count. <laughs> right, exactly. If you don't have you bunch of pussies with those regular bars. <laughs> <laughs> Well, everybody, that's going to do it for this episode of Five Dirty Bikers Podcast. We want to thank John. Make sure you go check out his YouTube channel at j.e.t.film and check out all his awesome content. Very good at what he does. Make sure you go give him a follow. Check out his content. It's amazing. Go check him out on Instagram, too, at the same handle. Until next time, you guys, keep it dirty.